Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, g'day everyone and welcome to uh, All Talk with Jason Hoyt and Mike Minogue. God, it's so great to have your company. It's so great that we're in a new year. Mike Minogue looking very healthy as always, my friend. I'll just paint a picture for the audience if I could. A lovely tight white t-shirt, uh, casual sort of slacks, and of course, your obligatory, uh, your obligatory jandals this time of year. Absolutely. I'm uh, thoroughly enjoying my jandals. I was gifted. And Happy New Year, Jace. Yeah, fa- and to you, mate. Um, I was gifted some Birkenstocks recently, but um, they just take a bit too long to wear in. Yeah. I find. So I, I just, I always find myself sort of reaching for them. And then, no, I'm just going to go with me trusty old jandals. I, I don't know what it is about um, uh, Birkenstocks, but I just think of German tourists. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. and, and for some reason, when I put them on, I envisage someone with a you know, little fanny pack. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and a little backpack and something like that. Maybe little, some khaki yeah. shorts. Yeah. That little, sort of little thing. Little Hitler moustache. You know, I just, I just can't. I just can't. I'm like you. I, I'm finding them too lo- like. They take too long to wear in. Yeah, um, which is my issue with them. And I find it they're um, they come quite a long way up the side of your feet, yes. so they don't, they don't completely cover your the top of your feet. But they're sort of doing that. they're like a half pipe for your foot. Yeah, you know. Pretty much. Anyway, I'm not into them. Um, but I just wanted to say it's great to see. I haven't seen you for a month now. This is you know revealing something to our listeners. We actually. You know, we pulled the wool over your eyes um, out there in the world there, the old podcast listeners, because we pre-recorded about four episodes, didn't we? We did, mate, Just yeah. to see us through the break and allow us to stay at home with our family and things. So in previous episodes, we might have been describing fairly vaguely our uh, Christmas and New Year's experience. Um, that's because we probably recorded those episodes in November. Well, look, the reality is, you know... Um, uh, we're committed to the podcast, of we course. Are. I mean, we're absolutely committed to it. But there's no way in a month of Tuesdays, mate, that I'm going to come in here, you know, Christmas Day or, or New Year's week and, and crap on with you about stuff when I could be sunning myself. I could be going for swims, doing a bit of fishing, you know, just yep. lazing around the house. Screaming at the I? kids. Why we're screaming at the kids and the wife. Why would I do that? You know, and it is, it is 2021, and I don't know about you, mate, but a lot of people are going, God, it's going to be a great year. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest about it. 2021 has all the potential to be an absolute shithouse year. I mean, it could be the worst year on record. I mean, we thought 2020 was bad. This could be an absolute shitter. Well, I'll tell you what. I actually had a great 2020. Yes. I, I mean, I really did. It's, it's one of the best years of my life. Um, and I know, you know, people have had their own problems. Um, and I'm meant to feel guilty about that. And say, you know, the other thing you meant to do is say, yeah, I know it's been hard for people out there, but I've had a good year. You can't just say, I've had a good year. Yeah. You have to worry about the kind of year everybody else has had. You have to be concerned about everybody else's feelings. Mm. Well, the truth is I'm not. Yeah, well, absolutely. I'm not. I don't care. And why should you be? Exactly. You know, and the reality is, of course, a terrible uh, situation with COVID, and it is terrible and stuff, but you're on a beautiful island. Ah. Uh, you know, you're next to a magnificent, you're in a beautiful little area, you can go for swims every day. I can go for swims. You've got your, your, your young family yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you don't have to come into town nah. all the time. Why would you give a shit about anyone else? Nah. Right, for, I, mean, I mean, there's yeah. no reason for it. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, I mean, if you've had a shit, yeah, tough tits. You know what I mean? And you're the same. I know you, you, you're very much the same. I mean, obviously, you've had issues. You, you've been you burgled three times last year. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. You know, and uh, you had that small kitchen fire, which meant you couldn't stay at home for a while. You know, the roof collapsed. Yeah. Um, the hot water cylinder exploded. Um, but, you know, shit happens. Dog got run over, but uh, live. Hey, but live. live. Shit happens, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, the, the whole sort of shutdown, so many people protest about that and go, oh, I don't want to be shut down. You can't tell me to stay in my home. I loved it, mate. Yeah. I don't want to see people. No, no. I mean, I don't like the general public. No. Why would I want to go out into the world? No, you wouldn't. And, uh, you know, so I was quite happy. It's all the excuse you need, isn't it, when you've been told by the government that you need to stay home. Um, you know, I mean, happy days. Yeah, happy days. You don't have to think of an excuse. And they even they're even chucking money around. Well, exactly. I mean, I know you've got more money than you know what to do with. You couldn't believe it when they're throwing cash at it. But hey, hey, I'll was, take it. That was the best paid couple of months I've ever had in my life. <laughs> 
Um, but, you know, so 2021, welcome to you all. We do actually appreciate you listening to the podcast. And, of course, as always, we really appreciate your, your feedback. So mm. keep that coming in. Yes. We, we do actually look at it. Hey, where are we with our great mate, Captain Nancy? Captain Nance. Uh, well, you just know. Just maybe let the, yeah, the listeners A little just bit read. of an update. I mean, yeah. it was good maybe a month or so ago now that we heard from our old mate, um, Captain Nancy, who's a uh, qualified astronaut. Uh, and then she took a detour into peacekeeping in Afghanistan where she has found a treasure chest containing $7.5 million US dollars. Um, and she is looking to send that away um, to us um, and she's going to give us 30% of that. 30% of 7.5. Well, yeah, pretty good. We're looking at about 3 mil New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have yeah, to take nice. it, I guess we'll have to take it into the bank in small amounts. Denominations. Yeah, 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 just as, you know. Or we could do, um, you know, maybe buy gold or something like that. Yeah, bullion. You remember that guy that um, pulled that huge scam with the beneficiary? He, he posed as an old person. Oh, And he yeah. had about, like, yeah. 50 identities. Yeah. He reached that point where he was getting so much money that he just started buying gold and stacking it yeah. in his attic. Well, yeah. I mean, we I'll, could look at that money laundering. We haven't got an attic. No. We've got a flat roof. I could just pile it up on there. Yeah, no, we've got an attic, but oh, it's, yeah. it's very hot up there. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Um, so anyway, so we've been corresponding with Nancy. She wants to send us, she's heard the podcast, big fan of the podcast over in Afghanistan. Apparently it's very popular hearing us giving advice. And so she wants to send this to us. But Jason and I, who'd, you know, we'd already had the experience with Maggie Tillerson, hadn't we, where yeah. she was looking to give us some money over the emails, and it turned out that was a scam. Well, wasn't, we that, were, wasn't that $7.5 million as well? That might have been, actually. Yeah, strange that. Yeah. Um, and then, so anyway, we got back to Captain Nancy, who has been sending us bikini shots for some reason, but we weren't going to uh, look a gift horse um, in the Stars and Stripe bikini, were we? Certainly not. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, we said, you look, if you could just send us another photo with this week's coffee news in your bikini or not, um, that'd be great. She said, well, no, uh, but I can write whatever you want on a piece of paper. Um, and get a photo. She said it's going to be tough for her to get that photo because everybody's watching her over yeah, there, and I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm not surprised everyone's looking at her when she's walking around yeah, in that, that bloody bikini. Yes, exactly. Um, so we asked her to write sicko yeah. on the piece of paper. Well, the news this week is she's done it. We've got the email come through. Um, she said it's difficult for her to take the photo, but she has taken the photo um, outside in front of a tank with a great big smile on her face. She's. She, uh, can I just make an observation? Mm. She is... Really, a very attractive woman. She is. and uh, She's yeah, not well, wearing she, her bikini in no, this photo, no, but she's no, wearing no, her no. fatigues. She has fatigues, that's um, right. But she's she's got great teeth. Yes. I just point out, she looks very different <laughs> in clothes. Yeah, yeah she does. And, and, and I don't mean that for the obvious reasons, although those still stand, but like her face looks completely different. Mm. I mean, she's still a white woman with a head. Yes. Um, and brownish hair from the looks of things. But other than that, you, you you wouldn't even think that the people in the photos that we've been seen are related. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure they are. That's a, it's a trick photography, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so she has gone ahead. She has written sicko on this piece of paper with four O's outside in front of a tank with a yep. big smile on her face. That's now, nailed it for me. Well, look, we've put her to the test. Yeah, and she's come through with flying colours. Now, all she wants, um, she said, honestly, what what you ask is very difficult for me because all our activities are monitored for security reasons. So I managed to do it through a civilian mobile phone. Uh, since we don't make use of phone, I did it because what I ask uh, you to assist me is very important, um, so on and so forth. Now, what she wants is our full names, home address um, to receive the treasure box. She Is she actually sending the treasure box? The whole treasure box. Right, okay. Now, yeah. In my mind... Well, you've got to pay a bit in postal for that, I imagine. Yeah, well, I'm, I hope she doesn't take it out of the 7.5. No. Well, that's got to come out of her end. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I'm envisaging a treasure chest. Yes, so am I. Like uh, a piratey one. Yeah, 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 yeah. With wood and sort of a brassy edging yes. along it and a yes. padlock on the front. Absolutely. Um, it better not be in one in some big metal case I'll be spewing. Um, also, your country, your city, your phone number, your age, your occupation, and a scanned copy of any government authorised identity, like your international passport or driver's license, and also your nearest international airport. I mean, you know, whenever anybody sends me anything, they always want a copy of my driver's license. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah, it would seem so. I just want to make an observation. Actually, looking at this email here, I mean, does this look computerised to you? I mean, 
the email or the, the photo? Well, no, the the email. It looks very. The whole email or the word "sicko" on the piece of paper? No, the whole email. Oh, just how they've outlined it and structured it. It just looks like it. It could be very. Oh, like they've done it before. Yeah, like it's been j- just sort of a generic well, she, kind she of. She may have copy and pasted that from the um, the post office requirements. I, I don't know what the Afghanistan post office or postal system is like. Um, so it's it's possible that she's copy, copy and pasted that from their right. web, website. Well, look, I don't know about you, mate, but uh, I'm keen to keep this moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the uh, Tillerson debacle, you know, I think we we were a little scarred by that, but yeah. I, I don't think you can let your previous experience influence your current experience. Uh, and No. And, and look, I showed this to the wife, and she said, look, that the, looks... The bikini, I mean, she's, the bikini shot or just oh, the, the, no, the... I kept that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. good. If you put that in a different yeah, file yeah, somewhere, different yeah, folder. yeah, no. Um, she works with uh, computers a lot, and she told me 100% that that is, has been written with a computer, the word sicko. Oh, right, I see. That's what she said. Now, you know, to be I just think she's jealous. Right, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that, that's understandable. I mean, it, as we were just mentioning, even in her fatigues, yeah. she's a very attractive woman. Well, not only that, we, you know, we're married, but I, we still run a what you earn is yours, what I earn is mine. Oh, okay, you've so got this separate accounts. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're saying she's financially jealous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So she'll be thinking, oh, God, he's going to have all this cash. Well, and you I, can say to her, you know, when it does come through this money, darling, I'm going to take you out of the town and we can have chips with everything tonight. You know, that might placate her yeah, a little but bit. but, you know, then they just start piling on the weight, don't they? You know what it's like. I'll let you live with that one. Does your wife listen to this podcast? Oh, you know, I try and put it on. I have it, I have it playing in the background 24-7. Yeah. And you just sort of stand, you stand around just sort of staring at her, watching her? Well, waiting to see, see how it's going to go. See if she laughs at it and stuff? Oh, yeah, she doesn't. No. Um, so that's what she thought. And I thought, well... Yeah, I don't know. That looks like it just looks like really neat handwriting. And obviously, we're going to put this up on Instagram. We'll find out now. Something else that sort of I don't know piqued my um, concern was we got another email, Jase. Yes, out of the blue uh, from somebody else, and this email just was was you know six words, and it just said, "It says I have a proposal for you." Now I can tell you what that piqued my interest. Yeah, I'm straight away. Yes, immediately. Um, no name or anything like that? Uh, I mean, there's a bit of a name in the email, but it doesn't really, you know, just not signed off or anything, no hello, nothing, just, you know, no nonsense. Yeah, I have a proposal yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. It's I almost like the start of a great movie. It is. You know what I mean? Some dude or some woman's on the computer and then bing. Yeah, that's right. I have a proposal for That's you. right. You know, maybe something's happened and, uh, you know, he's going to be thrown out of his house, his, yes. his fiance's broken up with him, he's absolutely destitute, he needs something to happen and then... Bing. This email comes through. I have a proposal for you. So I just emailed. Can we call it the proposal? The proposal. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I emailed back, and I emailed back uh, seven words, and I just said, "Me and Jace are keen as fuck." <laughs> yes. Okay. So um, we wait with bated breath. Well, then. no, I got an email back. Oh, yes. And um, it was from Captain Karen Johnson. Now, incredibly, Captain Karen Johnson has found. $4.5 million in a cave in Afghanistan, a treasure box. Jesus. Now, it's exactly the same details with a different photo, not in a bikini. Um, and I just thought, wow, that's that's a hell of a coincidence. So Captain Karen and Captain Nancy found a treasure box each yeah. when they were together, and they both want us to help them out. It's extraordinary. So they both must be listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, I imagine they they maybe play it in the base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They put it on the intercom. Yeah, yeah. They've both had the same thought at the same time, and they've they've um, contacted us separately. Now, I just I had a bit of a you know you and I had a conversation about it, and we just thought, well, why are we only going to take thirty percent of this? Okay, yeah, I see where you're going. We could we could speed things up a bit. So I said, look, Jason and I want 100% of the money, and if you don't give it to us, we will contact your commanding officer with your name, your rank, and the photo you have provided, and you will be put in front of a firing squad quicker than you can say, can we please have some bikini shots of you? Uh, look forward to hearing from you, Mike and Jace. Calling but, their bluff, huh? Well, look, 
I mean, she's in deep shit. Yeah. Because what she's doing is completely illegal. I mean, this money belongs to, at, you know, certainly not her. No, it's certainly, not her money. Certainly not us. No. But at least we're not criminals. No. She's stealing it well, from I the Afghani I, people, know, I think. There, there might be some who suggest that we're, you know, verging on the fringe of criminality in terms of blackmailing them into giving us the full amount of money. But I, I, Well, I is it blackmail when you say, look, either you do this or we'll do that, which will have a bad effect? Yeah, good question. Good question. So look, we'll just see how we go with that, and yeah, we'll, um, we'll keep people updated. But if, we get 100, if we get a hundred, if we get hundred percent of that, four point five. Yes, and then we get thirty percent of the, the other. Mate, I tell you what, Jesus, this podcast can go fuck itself. Yeah, I'm never doing another podcast in my life. In fact, I'm never working again, mate. I'm like, I'm moving over to the island, Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move over to the island. I'm going to go to Afghanistan and, and, and start looking if, through some caves. Yeah, see if you can find some treasure chests. Hey, we've also got another message from JJ at Lovely Smiles who wants to give us free teeth work. Mate. Um, lovely white teeth. Oh, I love teeth. Um, and for all our family as well, I think it was part of the... Well, uh, or, no. Or just me and you. Well, no, no, our wives. Our wives, okay. Which I thought was bloody generous. Yeah, very generous of them. Um, but I don't know how much it includes. Like my teeth, you know, I've got one missing up the back. Yeah. Really crooked downstairs. Yeah. You know, um, could do with it. So I'm not too sure if JJ knows what he's or she is offering. Yeah. Well, because it's going to cost the same, him the tens mate, of thousands of dollars. You know, 30, 35 years of durries. Yeah. Um, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of coffees. Yes. Um, all that sort of shit adds up, mate. Yeah. And I, and I think you're right. I don't know that he or she knows what the fuck they're taking on here. No, that's right. Um, um, and also our wives. Uh, and also our wives. Yeah. Well, my wife, her teeth are okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're so, okay, but they're okay. Yeah, yeah. But they're not, they're not amazing. No. You know? They're not as good as they could be once JJ's finished with yeah, them. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I'm bloody keen if he's keen. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about it is, like, we're not getting any younger. No. Um, so, you know... As you say, mate, your teeth start yellowing up. I'm the same with the darts and the bloody coffees. You know, I just have black coffee. Yeah. And darts and darts and darts. Yes. And, you know, it does take a toll. They're, you know, there is, you know. Especially when you start to wear the enamel off. That's the problem. That's the thing, you, isn't you it? You know, and, and, and actually, you can't actually whiten teeth once that's happened. No, that's right. Um, so, um, well, we'll see. I mean, what, so are you going to reply to him? Well, yeah, I just thought I'd see what you thought. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get back. But, yeah, I just think we need to know, you know, how far are you willing to take this? Yes. Implants? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because that was a thing back in the day, wasn't it? They'd knock all your teeth out. And just give you some dentures. Well, I, I've got a mate who's, whose mother, he's, he's an older bloke, so she's even older than that. But she's from uh, Ireland. Um, and she went in for childbirth. And they put her under a general. When she woke up, she had a, uh, twins, a boy and a girl, and they'd smashed all her teeth out. <laughs> How does that work? Is- well, because it was considered um, that it would be a pain in the ass for you dealing with your teeth for the rest of your life, so they knocked your teeth out. She was about 21. Right. And gave you, and gave you falsies. Now, she, she had, not only did she not give permission, there was no conversation around it whatsoever. She was, there for, she was there for the kids. They knocked all your teeth out. True story with my bloody uncle down on his farm in New Plymouth there. He, he had falsies. They didn't fit very well. He went into his shed, did it, got it onto the grinder, and just ground the buggers down. Seriously, man. Put them back into you. Oh, that's better. But now, that, how Kiwi is that, Yeah, mate? that's pretty just good. Just on the grinder. Yeah. Um, oh, well, that's great. Well, yeah, just maybe... See where he or she is at with that. What exactly it would entail? Yeah, I'll certainly put it to my wife. Yeah, and you can put it to yours. Well, I know my, you know, my wife. Um, you know, she's keen for a bit of a whiten up. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, why um, not? You know, and the thing about this is, Jace. You know, we can play this off like it's like you and I are paying for it. So don't don't go and tell the missus that oh we're going to get some free stuff. Yeah. You know, say look. I've just noticed your teeth are looking pretty fucked at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, to be it, fair, you're embarrassing me when we go out. Yeah, so you know, I don't like making you laugh anymore because yeah, so it, it just, grosses yeah, me yeah. out. And look, with what's coming in from Captain Nancy, um, look, we're, we're going to be flush. So look, it's on me, love. Exactly. Hey, well, let's get into it, mate, because we've got a, we've got a, um, a a question here from Jess on the Insta. Bit of general chat. Yeah, which is a bit of a general chat with Jason Mike, which follows on on this topic we've just been discussing about. Okay, John. It's General Chat with Jason Mike. 
Says here, uh, dear Jason, Mike, I'm turning 41 in January and dreading it. That's this month, Jace. Yep. Uh, any tips on how to age gracefully like you two have? At what age do you stop telling people how old you really are? Do I need to start buying anti-aging face cream now? Does that shit actually work? Did Botox work for you, Jace? Thanks in advance for the great advice. And yeah, that's Jess on the Insta. Well, it's a reflection of the uh, society that we live in, isn't it, Mike, that uh, we feel like we have to stay young and beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. that we, we, we have to have tight bodies and tight faces mm. and, and all that stuff. I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big, big fan of a mature woman. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and, and for some reason, um, you know, the idea of aging, I, 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 I've really personally enjoyed aging. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because you reach a point when you reach a certain age where you simply don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, and you reach a point in a certain age where you go, look, to be honest about all that stuff, I really can't be fucked. Yeah. Um, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. Mm. Um, so... What's, I mean, what are you, what's your thought on it? I mean, you obviously look after yourself, Mike. You, I'm not saying you're a vain guy. I'm just saying that you like to look after your body as you get older. You, you work out. I know that you have a very strict yoga regime in the morning. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I, I had a mother that used to fat shame me. Were you fat? No. Oh, right, okay. But she had a real... Just in potential. Yeah, fat. yeah, she yeah, had yeah. a real thing about, about um, fat people in general. And so, you know, I just sort of took that on subconsciously. Yes. Um, so I've always worked to make... You know, and I'm not, as you've pointed out before, I'm never going to be huge. No. It's shaped it, you is what you're saying. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So it's... which I, And to be honest, I'm grateful for it. Um, but as you get older, it is funny, isn't it? You sort of think, oh, you know, it's just tough shit. And as men, I think it's it's probably easier. There's a lot less pressure on us, isn't there? Yeah. But things do start falling apart. You know, I'm 44. Last year, I woke up, was going to a wedding, mate's wedding, back in Levin. I woke up in the morning, and I had a black eye. Right, okay. Nothing had happened the night before. I hadn't been in a fight. Nothing gone on. I just had a black eye. So I had a burst blood vessel that had happened in my sleep and made it look like I'd been punched. Right. Now Jeez, that's pretty dramatic. Well, it was. Yeah. And also that didn't heal until probably November. Yeah. So, so I had that for about... I, that was in January. Right. So you're walking around, and I've, I'm pretty dark ringed around the eyes at the best of times. Yes. And, and I've got the bulging. Yeah. So I've got the bulging and the rings. <laughs> you've, got, you've got your bulgy eyes. And then I've got a big black circle around them. Yeah. Which is sort of like an arrow point. <laughs> yeah, out so Has anybody seen out. these bulging ones? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so, you know, so that affected my confidence, you know, ha- having to walk around with black eyes yeah, and looking sure. like I'm absolutely a broken man. And so, you know, the missus had some, um, some eye creams at home. And so just to Jess's question there, do I need to start buying anti-aging face cream now? Does that shit actually work? It doesn't. No. It's an absolute waste of money, an absolute waste of time. What they're buying into you into is your lack of confidence. Yes. Which I had for a period there. Now I, I don't care again. Well, the fact that you went from January to November with that same black bulging eye yeah. you know, is a clear indication that it doesn't work. Well, no, it doesn't. And, and, and can I just make the point uh, in terms of you know ageing, one of the phenomenon that does begin to occur, which isn't so great, is if you do do an injury to yourself – or something does happen to your body, it takes a great yeah. – it takes ages for it to heal. It really does. Um, that's another thing about ageing. Yeah, it's um, – yeah, you're falling apart. So as far as um, – you know, I guess my point is, Jess, that I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, and, and let me just tell you, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're 41. You're a woman. Um, you know, you've, you're probably a beautiful woman all your life. And, yes. and, and now you're starting to look around, you look in the mirror – um, like Jace does, and you think, Jesus Christ, what's happened to oh, you? Oh, mate, I'll be honest with you. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did that this morning when I had a shower. <laughs> I just, I, I looked at myself totally naked in the mirror, and I went, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah, you know what I mean. There's, there's these man breasts. Yeah. there's a little sort of pouch there. I mean, yeah. like you, mate. I'm, I'm not a big guy. Yeah, I'm never going to be morbidly obese. No. but I, but I have a skinny kind of frame, mm. but with just what I'd call pouches of fat. That's the thing. Everything looks a little bit weird. If it looks different than what your ideal is, then it look it doesn't look great, does it? No. You know, you've got your balls. Now, you won't have this problem, Jess. Yes. But, you know, the way that gra- gravity affects the breasts yes. uh, on, on a woman. Are you talking ma- oh, oh, breasts, on, a woman, on a woman, yes. Um, and that gravity, um, you know, wants to uh, introduce them to uh, the ground. The same happens with a man's 
balls. Yes. Um, now, that is strange because it seems to affect the balls, the testicles, the scrotum, more than it affects the penis. Yes. You don't, you don't get to sort of 80 years old and all of a sudden you've got a 14-incher on you. Yeah, yeah. But you do have about three foot of sack. Yes. <laughs> and, and can I just make the point too in terms of that, that ball undulation that you're talking about, the, the, the free fall of the balls. You add 26 degrees outside in there, you know, some really hot weather going on, Mike. Uh, and you've got some serious dangling action going on. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? That's right. And it's distressing, isn't it? It's like, I, I liken it to those people that get like those massive earrings. Yeah. You know and, you know what I mean? And, and, and the earlobe just starts to stretch out. That's right. Until you, you, you get a flap of ear that looks like a cow's vagina. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that's just right. flapping around there. It's the same that happens with the testicles. And as far as I'm aware of, I'm not aware of any ball tightening cream. No. I've never heard of that. No. Um, Maybe we get some R&D going on that, some research and development going on that with um, this money that's going to come in. Yeah, quite but possibly. But I, I tell you what I did here. I, I listened to a podcast. They started selling deodorant for your taint. For your what, sorry? Your taint, the space between your balls and your anus. Oh, the perineum? Yeah. Right. Deodorant for that. So this is the thing. Like When, when we were younger men, Jace. Yes, even when I started, when I, I remember distinctly when I started working in film, the boss saying, you know, you could moisturise. Some of my mates moisturise and there's nothing wrong with it. Yes. So that's... You're talking about their face, that's not their perineum. That's right. But yeah. that's inside 20 years ago where men did not have any products at, at all, except for deodorant, if you were lucky. Look, mate, I made the point to you, I think, in a, in a previous podcast. My dad's, you know, getting towards 80. He's never worn sunscreen in his life. Mm-hmm. Not once, Mike. No. And, and he, he was the sort of guy that would walk around... Uh, in the blaring sun all summer long with no shirt on. Sure. And it'd just be this rich, deep, yeah, mahogany, mahogany. Yeah. sort of ruby red. I remember that. Uh, I mean, as I said at the time, they're cutting bits out of them now because yeah. of it. But, yeah. you know, it was that old school, we look you know, great. put shit on your skin. No, that's right. But now, of course, it's it's moisturising. It's exfoliating. It's, you know, I think they've got some kind of a tightening spray thingy. But there's all sorts of, it's everything that a woman does, barring the sort of the makeup. Yes, a man now has to pour their money into, and you know it seems like it is a massive waste of money. Absolutely, don't you think? Well, yes, I do. Think. I mean, how much of an improvement is it actually making? Exactly. Um, I, I don't think it's making any improvement at all. And look, you know that, and that's what I say. The the flip side of getting older is you reach a point where you just simply don't give a shit anymore. Well, at what? I mean, po- I mean at what, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, my wife. She might look at me now and be physically repulsed. Yeah, um, and how can she not be? They were, how could she not be? I mean, she saw me in the shower today. Why do you think I turn the lights out when I make love, Mike? Well, you know when you look at these guys and they've got those big earrings that you talk about and sometimes they haven't got the money, and you look at them and you go, you know, that's fine for you, mate. You don't have to look at that. That, yeah, is, exactly. that is repulsive yeah. for me to have to look at your big gaping hole. Hole that's just flapping around that's in right. the Wellington Are you going to do something about that? So our wives <laughs> also looking at our pendulous... Balls. Yes. Thinking, are you going to do something with that? Oh, my wife won't look at them. No. She can't look at them. I mean, seriously, mate, she'd throw up in her mouth if she saw them in reality. And like I say, that's why I turn the lights out when I make love. Right. Um, to her. Yes. <laughs> to her. Um, but, Jess, I think, you know, as Mike said, I, no, I don't think it works. No. I think give in. I think so I think because throw what, in the towel. What are you, what you, are you are. hoping to look? What are you hoping to look like? If you're 41, do you, are you hoping to look 39? If you're 53, are you hoping to look 48? If you're 70, are you hoping to look 65? You're fucking old. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, there is the option of surgery, of course. Oh, well, now surgery works. Yeah, I mean, you could, you could. I'd, I'd save my money on all this moisturising and all that rubbish. Yeah, and then just put it towards just a massive Thank bit you. of plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You the know, Botox just, stuff. Just now, when you first just got a tightening up. Yeah, when you first got the Botox. Yeah. Was, was that something you were scared of, or? Oh no, I wasn't scared. You know, I was still at that point where I cared how I looked. Yeah. Um, but what, what I did find disconcerting is the lack of movement mm. uh, in where, in the area, say, in my forehead and in my cheekbones where yeah. I got it done. I couldn't move. It doesn't move. Right. It's like literally, it's. You've got like some sort of uh, glue that's been squirted into your face that then hardens and just sits right, there. Right. Um, and, and, and the problem with Botox that I've found is that 
you have these tight little areas that you Botox mm. whilst the rest of the skin around your face collapses. Yes. You know what I mean? So it looks even worse. Yeah. It looks even worse than if you didn't Botox. But the solution then is that you need to Botox all of those other areas. It, yeah, well, essentially what you're going to do is you've got to squirt. like You know those Sally's No More gaps? Yeah. You need that kind of yeah. amount in your face yeah, yeah, for yeah. it to actually work. Yeah. I mean, it does mean, of course, you don't smile or you, your expression never changes, but you've got that but, lovely smooth. Yeah, that lovely sheen. Yeah, lovely smooth skin. Yeah, well, I mean, and you've just got to ask yourself what you prefer. You know, Do you want to look like a human being? Um, or you know, do you want to look like a mannequin, which is essentially what you you get with with yes. those those facelifts? Absolutely, uh, but it's better. Than, I mean, who wants to look old? I mean, imagine looking forty one if you are forty one. Yeah, nothing be, worse. Fucking hell, how, how embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so, any tips on how to age gracefully? Like you two, you can't. Oh, you can. Yeah, well, you can actually just stop caring. Um, I've always told people how old I am. Jace? Yep, same. Yep. Yep. Um, do you need to start buying anti-aging face cream now? It's too late. No. You should have started when you were really, really young. You've got to be in your sort of late teens, early 20s. Now, I do know that in America, um, the African American – I listened to Bill Burr podcast, and he's married to an African-American woman. And when they got together, he was amazed by how much lotion she'd put on. Yes. And apparently that's, that's very common. So he's been doing the same thing. Well, he's 53. He looks 47. Right. So that's quite good. But the trouble is, it's too late. Like, you start looking for all these things when the horse is bolted. Yeah. Like, you cannot turn back the hands of time. Yeah. Well, they are wound can't. but once, Jase. Yes, exactly, mate. So, look, look, Jess, I think in answer to your question, I think we've, I think we've addressed all those issues, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be happy with who you are. Yeah, exactly. Or work get, on, your, or work get, on your shit personality. Yeah, yeah, or get surgery. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah, other yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, get yeah. a couple of Butt things. lift. Um, all that sort of stuff. Uh, moving on now, and we've got a uh, another bit of advice. Well, <laughs> not we haven't got advice. Someone asking our advice. It's time for a bit of. I think she's cheating on me. It's relationship advice with Jace and Mike. Hey boys, I found myself in a situation and could use some advice. I've been dating my girlfriend for seven months now, and just spent the Christmas with her family at a beautiful ski in ski out uh, ski out chalet in the Canadian Rocky Mountains. Her parents fronted the bill for the whole thing. Accommodation, ski tickets, ski-do hire one day, uh, food, beers, the lot. I felt really uneasy about this whole thing and truthfully would have contributed if I could, but I'm working on a farm over here for the experience and have had to sacrifice any semblance of an income to do so. $20,000 Christmas vacations are just not on my budget. It's left me feeling like a real freeloading piece of shit, and I'm looking at my girlfriend and her brothers as somewhat spoiled children for not chipping in too. Am I just being ungrateful and creating my problems in an otherwise ideal situation, or should I not be accepting handouts from these people? Any help accepted. Love the podcast. Just kidding. It sucks. I don't think we have a name there, do we? But Um, um, there you go, Mike. Well, obviously a very conscientious young man. Well, I know that came in over the Instagram, and right, okay. um, I apologise for cutting off his uh, his name there. But yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? And what I like about this guy is he's going to be he will be successful, yes, because he's not a, he's not a bludger, no. Um, you know, he has trouble accepting charity. Neither neither a borrower nor a lender be indeed. And there's there's a lot of truth in that. And and I like the fact that that you've got concerns about this that you you know that you wanted to pitch in for meals and things. Um and you know I, I find it interesting that you're working on a farm for the experience. Um, for the experience of what working on a farm? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. Unless he wants to be a farmer. Yeah, I mean, um, well, no it, wonder it, you've had to go over to Canada for that. Is it one of those exchange things? Yeah, maybe you know, it is. Maybe, maybe sort of you, you yeah. go over there and they put you up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to sort of. Chuck a few hay, hay bales to pay your way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, it's left him feel. Well, I mean, you could, you could do it here and you get paid for it. But anyway, uh, it's left me feeling like a freeloading piece of shit. And I'm looking at my girlfriend and I and her brothers, and I don't like them. Yeah, I mean, you are a freeloading piece of shit. Yeah, let's be quite clear. You're getting something for nothing, um, and you're completely unable to pay. And and it's your girlfriend's pure. I mean, it doesn't really get more freeloading than this. Yeah. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What I find really interesting about it, Mike, is, um, you know, that he's going, oh, I feel terrible about not contributing to this. But then he goes on to say, not that I could anyway. No. You know what I mean? Well, it's, you know, the, w- yeah. what a bleaty, moany bastard. Yeah. If, you want to get, mean, if you want to be able to contribute, get a bit of job. Yeah, exactly. And maybe lift your game in that. You know, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because we, you can fall into the habit of that. Oh, for yeah. example, you know, like with my, my wife and I go out with her father for dinner. And, Bludgeon and, bastard, and, is he? Yeah, he just, I'm always – no, but you know what I mean. And he, for many, many years, would pay. Right. And I always used to say to him, hey, I won't say the name, um, you know, can I contribute to that? You know, we'll split the bill. Yeah, like, no, yeah. no, no, Jace, you're all right, mate. Mm. And I'll be honest, mate, initially I was like – Okay, sweet. You know what I mean? But now, and I realized that the only way that I could actually change that was to say to him and his partner, I'm taking you out to dinner. Yes. My wife and I are taking you out to dinner, and that's it. Yeah. And I'm paying. End of story. And then you get into that ridiculous scenario, which is extremely painful, particularly if there's a large group of you where everyone's going, well, you split the bill, yeah. and everyone's going, oh, okay, I'll pay, and then you're working it out. And, yeah, oh, yeah, what yeah, did you yeah. have, Mike? You had the prawn cocktail, yeah. Mike, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It just gets ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, we, whenever we go out, we either pay for it um, or, you know, you just split something. Three, you know, if there's three couples and you split it three, three ways. Three ways, yes. There's no, you had this, you had that, you know, yeah, I haven't yeah. been drinking, yes. so I'm not paying for any of the piss. It's just... It ebbs and flows, you know, so you're going to get there. And this is the thing with you, mate. It ebbs and flows. You're being a bludging bastard at the moment, but down totally. the line, um, when you when you get married, and it won't be to this girl, you're still young, you know, this relationship's going to end in tears. Um, you know, you'll probably end up cheating with somebody else working on the farm. Well, you know, and, and let's be honest, mate, one of the things that could happen by, by what we're getting from this Insta is that, um, you know, his parents may be saying to their daughter, you've got to get rid of this loser. Yeah, he exactly. Didn't, he, he didn't contribute anything to this. Yeah, he didn't reach into his pocket I mean, what sort of cheap, What sort of cheap bastard are you running with here? Yeah, exactly. I mean, is that what you want for your life, Louise? Yeah, that's right. Some cheap bastard that just bludges off the rest of us. Who works for experience rather than cash. Yeah. I mean, you've, when you work, farm, you've got Louise. to work for cash. Yes. I always make sure that's part of the deal when I sign up for any job. Yes. Um, but the thing is, you know, Later in your life, you're going to get the opportunity to be able to pay. And it's actually quite a nice feeling when that transition happens, you know. Very much you so. Know, for you, Jace, early on, you've got four young daughters. Yes. Getting a free meal out from your father-in-law, geez, that's, that's, that's a real treat. It is. And, it's, and it would have felt good for him to be able to do that. Yeah. Oh, no, I think he resented it. Um, and, and, uh, and I think he often would speak to my wife on the quiet and say, it would be really nice for Jace to contribute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be paying for the meals every time. Yeah. Which is actually why we ended up, you know, um, saying to them, look, we'll take you out for dinner. Sure. You know, and, fe- and in fairness, that was 20 years later. Yeah. That, w- that I decided to do that. Yeah. Um, but no, I think he resented it greatly. Right. And it, and it added to a bit of conflict between my wife and I because- Well, she, she was, was always going out for dinner with him and you got you had to stay home. Yeah. But then you'd turn up at the restaurant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. But what you're saying about my daughters? I mean, they still haven't paid. Oh, actually, that's that's a lie. My one of one of my um, Christmas presents this year from my, one of my lovely girls oh. was a dinner for my wife and I. Oh. all paid for, ready to go. Really? In in town here, so we'll be doing that. Actually, that just reminded me. I might do that tonight. Oh, that's bloody good, isn't it? So that's yeah, a nice. good. That's a good gift. Yes. Um, you know, and and I I I do remember actually in my youth. Uh, with my one of my ex partners, her father had an extensive wine cellar. Oh yeah, uh, like I'm talking, yeah, a proper wine cellar downstairs under the house. Yeah, set up and with um, temperature. Cellars monitor- are always downstairs, aren't well, they? Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> and you know everything was temp- temperature moderated and stuff like that. Right, and you just bowed down there, fucking go. <laughs> oh, yeah, we just we just hoed in, mate. I, I would hate to think of the amount of wines my girlfriend and I drank from that cellar. Uh, and not appreciated. You know. Really? No. And he would go and look after the house while they were away. 
you know, and I can imagine him coming back and just perusing his wine cellar, going, "Jesus Christ!" It's a funny thing, that isn't it? And you know, and we used to, you know, used to rob your mates' parents and your own parents of their, uh, well, you know, I only their liquor to, cabinet. I only used to visit my dad to drink his beer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that still the case? Yeah. Well, no, no. He tends to come over to my house and drink my beer. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, you'd go into people's um, liquor cabinets and you'd you'd make rocket fuel, bit of this, bit of that, bit of the other. Yeah. And then just top things up with water, and it's like I was thinking, if somebody had topped my vodka up with water, I'd know it pretty quick. Yeah, you'd have to be. I think they knew, didn't they? I think your parents must have known. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But look, sorry, we don't have your name, but frankly, you are a freeloader. You are a bit of a loser. Um, I think her parents will probably be talking to her about that. I don't see the relationship lasting. I think you need to get a proper job so that if that occasion ever comes up again, that you actually can contribute properly. Your thoughts, Mike? Uh, I agree 100%. I mean, you, you're complaining about you know them paying for the whole thing. You went out on a skidoo one day. Oh, I mean, skidoo. That's yeah. right, right. Right. You know, they pay for the accommodation, the ski tickets, the skidoo, the food, the beers. beers. You didn't have to drink beers, mate. No. You could have said, "Just look, yeah, I'll just look, have a, I'll just have a lemonade." I don't feel comfortable drinking uh, drinking on your credit card, mate. You've done enough for me already. I'll yeah. have a water. Yeah, I'm exhausted from a day skidooing. Yeah, been skidooing. But all no, day. no, you you guzzled it down, didn't you? Um, yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself. I think I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I think it's just easier if you get out of the relationship at that point. But get in before she she says something to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, real shame, mate. Yeah, but thanks for the. Uh, Thanks for sending that in. It's been a pleasure helping you out. Is that dog doing a shit on my lawn? Pet Advice with Jason Mike. Hi guys, 27-year-old male here. I have just started seeing a new girl who is extremely high quality, smart, attractive and feminine. I like that. Can I just make the point? I love femininity. femininity. Yeah, yeah. I I do too. Um, I'm one of those... People say to me, what do you find most attractive about women or what, what's the most attractive yeah. feature in a woman? Femininity. It's right up there for me because, yeah. you know, they can be extremely high quality, smart, attractive and masculine. And masculine, I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah. It's, you know, she's got oh. big hands. She's always slapping you on the back and yeah. giving you dead arms Giving and you a pat on the ass. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and look, there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's just It's just not for me. Yes, each to their own. Yeah, that's right. So... In this example, she's extremely high quality. She's smart, attractive, and feminine. She's the full package. Yeah, okay. She is, however, a little scared of my dog. I have a four-year-old Rottweiler who is very smart and well-behaved, but aggressive. Uh, I think she understands this, but is still apprehensive. Uh, An option my flatmates have thrown at me would be to have the dog put down. What are your thoughts on this? Bear in mind, I love my dog, but this woman is extremely attractive. Um, and that's regards Stan on the Instagram. I th- just as a side note now, and it's too late, but I think the other guy was Cameron. Oh, Cameron, okay. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, good stuff, Cameron. Hey, look, can I just can I just boil this down to its essence, Mike? Mm. Do I shoot my dog to keep the girl? Yeah. Um, that's really what, what Stan on the – oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Stan. Stan is, is asking us here, do I need to shoot my dog yeah. to, to keep this extremely attractive – Feminine girlfriend. Yeah. What a dilemma. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the life expectancy of a Rottweiler anyway? I think uh, you're looking 13, 14 years. Oh, is it that much? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a solid dog, mm. the Rotty. And and I can understand where, where she's coming from. They're a very intimidating dog. Oh, yeah. Particularly if they're aggressive. Oh, uh, yeah. a rotty, you've got a rotty growling at you, mate. It'll yeah. put the wind up. No, I agree. I mean, it. there's there's not too many dogs that are scarier than a, than a fired-up rotty. Yes. Uh, um, but he's, tw- what is he? he's 27. You know, so he's starting to get to that age, really, isn't he? Where, uh, you know, you sh- you're possibly thinking about, your, you know, less of your your less meaningful relationships and you're starting to think, you know, I start, I have to start thinking long-term. Yeah. You know, so if she's ticking boxes, then maybe you need to make some allowances in places that you otherwise wouldn't have or previously wouldn't have. Um, you know, previously you would have said, will I kill my dog? Probably not. Yeah. But now, oh, maybe. Yeah, and and I've got to wonder... How, what a powerful 
message it would be to her were she to look out the kitchen window and see, see you, you take your Roddy out, you know, with a bit of with a three oh three for you, my love. Boom. Well that's I tell you what. You know, imagine this. Valentine's Day. Um, you know, she wakes up in the morning. Um, there's a a bed of rose petals going all the way from the bed to the back door. Um, you know, you lead her out there, you get her to the back door, you just put a blindfold. Just put a blindfold on and, and, and lead her out the back um, and you tell her, just stand here. She can feel the, the, the moist grass underfoot. Yes. Maybe a few tui in the trees. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, you just... You let go of her hand, she reaches for you, you tell her, I'll be back in a moment, you can hear my voice. And then you tell her, on the count of three, take off take off the blindfold. And then three, two, one, she removes the blindfold. You're sitting up in a tree with your rock wheeler, there's a noose around its neck, and you push it out of the tree. <laughs> wow. That is a hell of a um, what a gesture! And you go, "Happy Valentine's Day, <laughs> both." You know, put us into Masashi later on tonight. By the way, wow, what a gesture, Mike! I know, and that will just tell her, "Wow, this guy's committed. This guy's a keeper." <laughs> yeah, but. It is, it is, it is a dilemma, isn't it? Because we love our dogs, mm-hmm. you know, and um, we do, we do. I mean, there is, of, of course, there's the option that you, you know, that you maybe work with her and, and the dog to, you know, sort of figure uh, out the relationship. It's a lot that of work. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work, Stan. And um, <laughs> you know, you'd probably have to go to a training school. You'd probably, she'd have to probably go along with yeah. you. Um, it is a lot of work, and as Mike makes a very good point, you're 27 years old, and that's just at this, that point in life, really, isn't it? Where you're it really, really is. beginning to start going, look, I need to take life seriously. How now. many good ones are going to come along? Exactly. Um, and so you found, as you say, she's smart, attractive, and feminine. She is yeah. the full package. Yeah. And at the end here, you say she is extremely attractive. Yeah. Um. Well, the fact that you're even considering it, she must be an absolute stunner. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Because I'm so. thinking about, you know, our dog. Tinker. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't. But, I mean, the, actually, my wife had the dog when we met. Yeah. You know, so it would it would have been weird if I killed her dog. Yes. <laughs> yeah, particularly on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that would have, wouldn't have been seen as kind of gesture if I was sacrificing her dog, yes, for our relationship. Yeah. Sacrificing my dog, sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's um, look. To be honest with you, I think we've sort of answered it, really, haven't we? I mean, I, I, I don't think there's any question what he's going to do here, Stan. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it really becomes. It actually becomes more of an issue of how does he do it. Thank you, uh, because there are other ways. You don't have. You don't. You know. You can. You can go the needle. It is. I'm. Mm. You know, my mother, uh, dog lover, we've had dogs all of our lives. She had a dog, a griffin. Yes. Um, those dogs are made famous from the movie As Good As It Gets. Yes. Now, that dog didn't stop barking. It was actually like our bird, Cocky. Yeah. Remember Cocky? Yes, I do. Picked out its feathers. <laughs> yes, I do remember Cocky. <laughs> I'm starting to think well, we weren't good pet owners. No. And um, that dog wouldn't stop barking. So she had to move to Australia because she was looking to retire. Um, so she moved. Uh, to Australia to get some some better paying paying nursing jobs, um, and no one would take her dog. Yeah, no, you know, no one because it just barked its ass off all the time. Well, like yeah, that. I mean, it she, was older, I suppose. Yeah, it was older. So, um, you know, she just uh, finished it off with a spade. She's a hard woman, your mum, wasn't she? What with the fat shaming and the, well, you know, and I I, I mentioned my uncle before on the mm. farm, mate. Mm. You know, when it when it they'd have farm dogs, all you know, that would be of service to them for yeah. years and years yeah. and years. You know, and they'd just take him out the back there. It's time for old Bruce to go out the back paddock. <laughs> Bang. Yeah, without a second thought. 
I mean, you could, I mean, Stan could find another home for it, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then but you're then, always, then you're then always he's sitting at home, and isn't he? He's had an argument with his missus, and he's thinking, is it too late for me to go and get my dog back? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot Maybe of, my missus could find somewhere else to live. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of admin with finding another home, particularly when it's old and it's obviously got some aggressive tendencies. Yeah, I mean, you know, I tell you what, they're always looking for um, dogs for those dog fights. Right, yeah. You know how they go well, around. You can neighbor- make a bit of money on that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're always going around neighbourhoods and stealing. You know, sort of generally, sort of bait dogs. Yes. So they can just, ri- you know, that their pitties can just rip to shreds. But they do actually need dogs for the actual fights. Um, and those Roddy v Pitbull. Yeah, that's a hell of a battle. That's that's your main that's your main title. That's yes. your main fight card. That one. So, you know, if this one has got tendencies, could make a name for itself. Could on the underground um, dog fighting scene. Um, so that's an option. <clears throat> Um, I think, in, in essence, what we're saying, Stan, is for God's sake, for God's sake, don't lose a smart, attractive, and feminine girlfriend who is the full package and extremely attractive. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, dogs, dogs come and go. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got a life expectancy. You know, as Joseph was saying, about thirteen, fourteen years. Yeah, woman can live up oh. to seventy, eighty years. Well, that's right. So there you go. Hey, but what a really good question, Stan. Great. You know, and we really appreciate you sending it in, man. We really do. That That's great. And we wish, let us know how you get on. Yeah. And what you decide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because we want to know. Yeah. And just to all of our listeners out there, please keep keep it coming in. Keep it rolling in. Keep your feedback coming in because yeah. we do look at it. We do read it. We do try to address it. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Otherwise, we are. Mike, what the fuck are we doing? What's the point? What's the point of anything? Um, so, yeah, I mean, and things have been going really well. The numbers are climbing. Um, you know, words getting out about um, the great advice that Jason and I are offering um, here. Um, you know, people are getting a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, get in touch with us um, on the Instagram. Um, Jace, uh, all talk with Jason Mike. Also on the email, all talk with Jason Mike at gmail.com. Um, and just jump on our Instagram there. I'm going to upload this latest photo from our friend Captain Nancy. Oh, yeah, do. Um, where, she's, photo. where she's written um, sicko, sicko on the bit of paper there. Um, and just let us know if you think it's real or not. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll sort of take your lead a little bit there. I think, you know, Jason, I think maybe we go back. To Captain Nancy, I'm not sure that I need to give her my passport to receive a package. Yeah. I haven't heard of that before. No, neither have I. So we need to address that. Yeah. Um, we'll do do that. Let me know how you get on. Yeah, mate. Good stuff. All right. Hey, look, thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Hope your 2021 has got off to a fantastic start. We'll be back again. Same time next week. Keep listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.